The podcasts are flying again. The this podcasts is... are flying again. The podcasts are flying again. This is Watchers on the Couch. <laughs> Well done. This is the Watchers on the Couch. We are covering Castle Rock. Mm. We are so far into the season oh that we God. only have one left. Ugh. It's it better be a two hour episode. This all one? I'm, no. Episode oh, next, ten. Next That's week. all I'm saying. It's better be two hours. Well, you heard your intro from my podcast co host. Introduce yourself. I am Debbie. And if you don't know that by now, I am Debbie. And if you don't know this by now, I am Chris. I am Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're repeating that. It didn't but flow as well. You repeated the intro, so you might as well repeat this too. Dramatic reading. Yeah, you're so good at it. I know. We're about to cover episode nine, entitled, Who Else But Henry Deaver? I guess they went simple with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no idea what we were in for on this. I thought we were going to learn about Henry Deaver. <laughs> I thought we were, yeah, we were going to dig more into who he is. And technically we did, technically. in a way. Not the way that we thought. Not the Henry I thought. It was, this episode is crazy. Not so amazing, awesome. I, I loved it. I loved it too. But first, before we get into the episode breakdown, we have to talk about some other stuff. Well, first off, let's talk about how we're in the basement. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so this episode might sound a little different, maybe a little more echoey. I, I don't, it doesn't really seem like it, but... There's enough shit down here. It doesn't, I don't think, echo too much. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of random stuff around. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> but there is tree trimming going on upstairs mm-hmm. in our normal kitchen of terrors or whatever we called it. Not in the kitchen, per se. We're in the basement. Yeah. And that actually fits for this episode because a lot of stuff goes on in a basement. There's a cage in a basement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get into the extra stuff, though. Shall we? We shall. Remember last week how we talked about how I should just go on Twitter and ask Mark Bernardin a question? I do. Because we were talking about the paintings and yes. whether or not we thought they were you know, a special effect or CG or they were Real hand-painted. Paintings. Yeah. He replied to me within like an hour. That is amazing. And he said, <clears throat> I asked him that question. Mm-hmm. And he said, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> but if I were to guess the close-up shots, you know, all the, all the paintings that were shown super close up were hand-painted. And then all the other ones were most likely CG. So if that's true, that's still a lot of hand painting. Exactly, because a lot of them got close-up shots. Yeah. So he may be right, he may not be right. But kudos to him but for it, responding yeah, so quickly. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he cares. Mm-hmm. And I and if if you want to go and ask him a question, just go to at Mark Bernardin, and you spell Mark with a C. And if you get to Mark B, it should just come right <laughs> up. But uh, <laughs> No, you... Hey, no. No. I, I think this counts as an interruption. 
Cats love walking on pianos and keyboards for some reason. You ever notice that? Oh, he just plopped. <laughs> he fell. Uh, yeah, so if you want to ask him a question, go ahead and do that. I feel like he's a good place to go to for random Castle Rock questions. And I started it by saying a Castle Rock question for you. And, and it was so, a good it was a good question. Yeah, I mean, you and, thought of it, so And I, I, <laughs> I like how he answered it and he said um he said when when Andre was or he mentioned Andre, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. oh. Like cuz like he knows friends. the actor's name. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. That coffee's nice and hot, by the way. Good. Uh, let's see. Let's go to some book thoughts I had. Okay, so I finished reading Needful Things this week. And? I was speed reading over my extra vacation day weekend. <laughs> enough to where my eyes were like tired from reading mm-hmm. all day. I, we were actually at a family get-together. Lindsay's family get together and there's a bunch of kids running around and I'm trying to like zone into the book and not hear the child screaming. So you were you you were engaging. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> That's kind of my style. <laughs> to not engage. I'm gonna go find this corner. Yeah, I'm gonna go sit on the couch. You guys just do your thing around mm-hmm. and I'll be here. To eat the food. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That's we had barbecue and stuff. That's way off topic. Um, okay, so Needful Things. Alan has a memory of his grandma saying the devil's voice is sweet to hear. This, like, oh. is almost an exact kind of pull from the show. Yeah. So I feel, I felt like that was, I what should a mention that. random thing grandma says, too. Exactly. Well, you know, I it's way out of context. I wish I could tell you exactly what the conversation was, but, um, you know. Alan is kind of chasing around this demonish character, and the demonish character that is the antagonist in Evil Things is kind of this like shop owner that he basically tricks the entire town into thinking other people in the town are out to get them. Mm-hmm. So it starts a, pretty much a giant war in Castle Rock of people against each other. Paranoia. Yeah, it destroys mm-hmm. the town. Um which brings me to my next point is that the people on the show that we're watching seem to have no memory and never mentioned that the town was pretty much like wholly like the entire downtown area practically is destroyed in this battle mm-hmm. between people in the town and nobody ever mentions any of that. <laughs> It also happened in 1991. So it wasn't that long ago. Well, and it's the same, same year, year that all this stuff is happening. <laughs> so it's like, how the hell is it? Is their memory that selective? I guess maybe, you know. Henry Deaver really fucked up their world I when guess. he went missing. Maybe it would just be too much to explain, mm-hmm. you know? like the only I'm sure if- Jackie remembers. Yeah, well, if if they do mention something... I would like people to correct correct us, but mm-hmm. we've been watching nine hours of this episode so far, so it's like or this show so far, so it's kind of hard to remember every single thing that was mentioned. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, there's more evidence that the entire show is sort of like an alternate reality, or a narrative by a character or a dream or Molly stuff. So this is all before I saw episode nine, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, but because their memory is all gone or or it's not even the same universe or whatever. Yeah. 
That would be the only way I could explain that none of the characters have mentioned that almost the entire town was destroyed. Yeah, I mean, it could be like... In with, 91, no With less. it, where yeah. the adults don't remember anything. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, I mean, that that does happen it in could his play universe. Into it, yeah. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, Kinsley, <laughs> hi. Oh, right. Kinsley's like, I'm not going to put up with Venom taking this competition. <laughs> he is not having it. Uh... There was some criticism online of the episode eight uh, scene where Wendell is getting off the bus, right? Mm -hmm. That's his son's name. Mm -hmm. It says Jerusalem's lot is like 20 miles away or something, 24 or something like that. Uh, It's technically in all the books, never that close to Castle Rock. So... um, I did well, see some... Well, for their, their purposes, they can't be having the kid Oh, run. totally. Especially if he's getting off the bus yeah. and he has to walk or whatever, or hitchhike. Yeah. Like, he's got to be kind of close. I'm surprised they didn't make it five miles They away. just took a little liberty. It's not yeah. that big a deal. People are just... It's, you know how it is online. People are nitpicky. It's still a trek. Yeah. But people are nitpicky about mm-hmm. stuff. Especially, like... Well, I still want to know how the fuck that RV got in the woods. <laughs> well... That should be our next question for Mark Bernard. <laughs> Because he did that episode, right? He did do that episode. He would know. Why have we not asked him about the RV already? And you know what? All he has to do is give some kind of Spielberg explanation like oh, yeah. he did with Jurassic Park where there was no cliff and then there was a cliff. Mm-hmm. And he just said he wanted there to be a cliff. <laughs> right. So, you know, if he just says, I wanted the RV to be in the middle of the woods, I would accept that. Yeah, me too. And it, it, he doesn't owe us an, an no, explanation but... in the first place. But yeah, <laughs> I would still ask him about the RV because it's really, it's it's hard to explain away. Because then Molly got like there super, super quick. So let's go to the listener comments, shall we? We shall. We shall. Uh, posted yesterday, recording tomorrow. Chime in about episode eight here in the comments. We need your theories and thoughts. Uh, when I checked back on it after sleeping all day and getting ready to get up and go to work and kind of check in, gather a couple notes, people contributing, mm-hmm. uh, 11 people had looked at it, zero had commented. So mm-hmm. you guys are really slacking. Jerks. Uh, then I posted very uh, passive aggressively <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> it's okay, guys. We can handle it. Yeah, we don't need them. Well, oh, <laughs> listen, don't get carried away. <laughs> I like them participating. I know. Well, you got to make them feel bad. Uh, and I did. Mm-hmm. Very passive aggressively. Uh, Amanda then replied. This is where I started getting replies <laughs> because I posted that. Amanda said, I still haven't watched it. <laughs> Get so on the I ball, said, man. well, you had a week. I mean, how is it my fault? It's not. Uh, then Albert said, like I said. So he's also being... <laughs> Very, passive aggressive. Yeah, very passive. <laughs> like I said, the bird hitting the bus window and Wendell's subsequent pain are heavily reminiscent of the dark half. Um, I had seen his comment earlier in the week, so I wasn't including him in this, mm-hmm. you know, I need your comments because he had already chipped in. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely true because we had the whole Sparrow stuff going on in the dark half where we got the intro quote from, sort of. I adapted it, and then you adapted it further. The podcasts are fun. Uh, <laughs> I got it now. Um, yeah, that's I, I agree with Albert on that one. Amanda then replied, I will watch tomorrow. 
So she's probably going to watch two today. <clears throat> we'll see how that goes. And then Corey says that he wished they used the Jackie character more. She may be his favorite and that hopefully they'll expand her in future seasons. That You know, I agree with that. I feel like they missed out on an opportunity with her. But maybe... Well, she did have that... She'll have her own story next season. She did have that amazing moment in the last episode, which he's kind of referring to here as like... She got pulled in further than she thought she might. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like She always wanted to be a part of this... The crazy. The aura of the town, you know, the lore, all, like you said, the crazy. She got more than she bargained for. Mm-hmm. She was almost murdered by the, 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 two, the couple. And then she fucking fulfilled her destiny. Yeah. Smashed a dude in the head with an axe. So do you think that's all we'll see of her? Do you think we'll see her next episode? Or do you think like her arc has been mm. completed? Like she, she got what she wanted. I feel like her story doesn't really need too much more because like you said like her arc can be completed by doing that you know that scene with the axe because i don't think we saw her at all in this episode no i don't i don't believe she showed up at all and they even went to the bar right yeah um she's taking a a breather (laughs) after that insane shit last week so well um, yeah I, i would like to see her next episode but i don't feel like there's anything in her story that needs to be wrapped up yeah. If we're if we're uh if they're on a time crunch, they got one episode left and they're not gonna do more than an hour for next week, then I would like an appearance, but does she need to be directly involved in anything major? Meh. No. But I, I do I do agree with him. It would be nice if she was in future seasons. Yeah, and I don't I still don't know hundred percent for certain if we're getting more of, of this these, story. Yeah, of these characters. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Maybe it would they'll be do... cool to pull the secondary characters, yeah, and make them expand their stories, yeah, and make them full characters, like those kids, mm-hmm. the kids in that in that church place mm-hmm. that were all weird. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would honestly expand on that shit. I'm gonna be okay with whatever they do. I think I'm biased, mm-hmm. but they well, they've super delivered this season for unless me. This next so. episode totally bombs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't see how. It could go super badly, but... I think it wouldn't go bad. It would just go frustrating. But if it is supposed to be wrapped up in one season, then I guess we should get some bookends to it. So Yeah, I'm... I don't know. Um, we got quite a bit in, in this, the episode we're about to cover. Uh, I don't... Necess- I don't really know where they're going. But I would like... Answers. I would like definitive answers. If we don't get them, I've had enough awesome moments in this season to feel like I'm fulfilled with mm-hmm. the show. But st- still, there's always going to be that, like, if you don't get everything, there's that part of you that's like, well, damn it, we, we don't know what happened there, you know? I guess any consolation we can take from that is we saw Bill Skarsgård's naked butt. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. On that note... <laughs> Let's uh, let's check out this episode, shall we? Ugh. Um. Oh, before I do that, I just te- checked my uh, morning Facebook likes. Mm-hmm. Sarah liked my passive aggressive post, <laughs> and then uh, also liked the post that I, when I said uh, we were stoked to cover this week's episode. Mm. Um. Thank you, Sarah. I believe. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Uh. 
I believe everybody like you know before we cover it I try not to get into spoilers on the page on the Facebook group I appreciate that because I haven't seen it yeah exactly like people have been respectful in there and but the amount of likes I got on that one post about us covering this episode means that people also liked it mm-hmm. I think so on that note let's uh and on Skarsgård's butt let us start the breakdown of this episode shall we mm-hmm. we shall Okay, so the opening segment, uh, I wanted to mention the opening, the recap of last week or or important information Mm -hmm. because they do that every episode and I... And it gives you an idea. Yeah, what's awesome is, and I thought about this at work last night too, it sort of narrows the target a little bit like because there's so much information we've got already and you're going into an episode sort of blind... Um, the episodes don't always directly connect to one another, like event and then a right after event. You know what I mean? Totally. So these recap things. Yeah, they're sort like, this of, is what you need to remember. Yeah, this is what you should focus on in your brain right now. Yeah. Before we get into this. Yeah. Because <laughs> shit's about to get crazy. <laughs> okay, so uh, I also mentioned it strongly infers that the kid thinks he is Henry. And I, I didn't know anything else besides that. This but kid don't think it. <laughs> they, but but the collection of information that they compiled, yeah, in previous episodes, made us see that he at least thinks he is Henry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Based on all the information we have so far. So. Well, and I said last episode, what if what if he is Henry? Right. Yeah. We we discussed that a little bit, and I agreed that it certainly could be that. So, beginning of this episode. We hear Pastor Deaver uh, doing some narration. Mm-hmm. He, I thought he might be like telling a story to somebody. And as we're hearing this, there's like a fire all over town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an overview of uh, two terrifying accidents in the <clears throat> town. A helicopter accident and a bus crash. With the train. With the train, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, they're pretty brutal. Um, but they're from high above, which, which I thought it was an interesting way to show views, those. Yeah. And the narration is saying, um, you know, God is punishing the town. Excuse me. Um, it says here, mother thought. Uh, okay, so then we see some flashbacks of Deaver as a kid, mm-hmm. Pastor Deaver. Yes. And his he says that his mom thought that he was possessed because he was crying a lot. Yeah, that's she a little not bit have of a babies. stretch. She thought that, like, she brings in a hanger and chokes him with it as a baby. Yeah. Uh, she thought that she killed him, and he, he stops crying for a little bit, so she kind of did. Yeah. And then... She just walks out. Yeah, and then you don't see him, but you hear him start up crying again, and he says it was it felt like a resurrection. Yeah, he said the Lord saved him both that day. Right. So he dedicated his life to trying to hear the voice. Right. And he waited for God's instructions his entire life. And uh, then we see... And he says God answered. Yeah, God eventually answered. And he built the cage. And he built his own cage in his basement. This is not a cage that we've seen before. Beside, Well, in a in, vision we saw it mm-hmm. from whoever was in the cage's perspective. But this is, But the only cage that we heard about before this was... 
in the prison for sure. Right. And then we saw hints of a cage. And then, of course, the box that was in the backyard of that dude's house. So we've been kind of teased a little bit. And now we're getting more concrete information here. Uh, But nobody has ever mentioned that there was a cage in the basement of Henry's house. Yeah. I don't know that we were ever in Henry's basement, though. In our normal timeline. In our normal. Yeah place of events right i don't think so um so so far we're not we think we're still in the same um timeline or universe or whatever right well dimension so as soon as i saw that he had built his own cage and said god answered Mm -hmm. i wrote down like a theory of mine yeah which was the whole fucking town's involved because in past episodes the kid talks about how they're all gonna pay yeah and so i have a feeling that at some point to me it feels like multiple people heard this voice from god and yeah. built their own cages well there was deaver and there was uh lacy mm-hmm. were for sure involved in the kid's disappearance you remember that mm-hmm. like you know I just feel like more people, more people in the town were yeah, involved. yeah, more than that we've known before, yeah. is what you mean, yeah, yeah. Because this is where I start going down the line of oh, these alternate timelines are probably really real. Yeah, this is where it's it's actually going. I sure my thinking's been right. They really are one and the same people. And you know, I was questioning whether or not this was Henry's cage because you know we've been. They've been talking about how he was also kidnapped, and that's why he was disappeared. As soon as we saw that cage, I was like, "So that's where that kid's been." Yeah, and that's this, and it looked like the same sort of setup that we saw in the previous visions that Henry was having mm-hmm, with the little cars. Yeah, so I figured dirt. it was Henry's cage. Yeah, um, which you know doesn't make sense based on previous information that we've gotten so far. No, but. We're we're gonna get some All more signs information. Point to yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. The kid, we we that's where they do the intro, right? Yes. And next scene opens with the kid running, and he's like in sweats, mm-hmm. and the cops fly past. Yeah, you hear sirens. And we and I still think that we're in. The previous episodes stuff like mm-hmm. like he's running from the cops. Yeah, yeah. And you're, I think it's meant to throw you, mm-hmm. and then and then they go widescreen, and you're like, well, where did this big city come from? Exactly. <laughs> and why does it look so kind of nice? Yeah. So you're immediately off put. Like, okay, something weird is going on. Right he's now. not where he was. And uh, so yeah, exactly. He's not anywhere close. Um. And you get, you know, you immediately kind of realize that the kid is not the same. No. Well, well there goes you. There goes that. <laughs> um, we see him in a business suit. Yeah. And he's, he's in like, a really, like, swanky, loft-like apartment. This is the Scars Guard I like to oh, see. Oh, okay. <laughs> he reminded me so much of his brother in this. The yeah. way they walk, they have the exact same stance. It's that I am so tall, I kind of hunch mm-hmm. over stance. Yeah. Yeah. But he's more, he's playing like a different character almost in this. He's very suave. Yeah, Sophisticated exactly. and 
It's a whole new. It's it threw it threw it threw me off big time because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm pretty sure I was like upstairs bouncing around, going, I fucking knew it. So <laughs> I don't know what I knew, but I knew it. He sees a note from somebody named M, and it's like a real like a uh, girlfriendy type note. Yes, yeah, she writes, "Break a brain today." Yeah, which is weird mm-hmm. to say, but eh, whatever. It makes sense like a second later. Yeah, and then so he's um. Right, exactly. He's giving a speech about uh, continuity and the sequence of events in life, and then he mentions Alzheimer's. So that kind of harkens back to stuff that we've seen before with Ruth. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole time you're just watching, like, what in the hell is happening right now? He mentions Puck. Which is a kitten. Which is a cat, but it was also Henry's old dog, mm-hmm. if you remember that. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I wrote... Puck is now a kitten. Yeah, so things are beginning to overlap in weird ways. Um, and, yeah, so he's giving a uh, presentation about uh, implants. Yeah, right? he, he figured out... And not um, the kind that men like. like cats but... <laughs> that have, like, FCD, which is kind of like a, a feline Alzheimer's. Yeah. He figured out an implant that he can put in the brain, and so now the cat remembers where his food bowl is. Like, he remembers simple things now. Mm-hmm. Which we approve of improving kitties' lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to say that de- definitively on the podcast. Oh, heck yeah. It was a cute little ginger kitten. I mean, I cleared off this tote so that we'd have a table for the podcast yes. setup. And, and Venom has... Well, he lays on the table upstairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got to lay on the, the He's like, table well, you guys have it. a table. It's smaller, but I can still fit. I, he's got to do what he's got to do. Okay, so then we see the kid, our swanky kid. With uh with the M chick, we assume. Yes. Um he gets a phone call from Alan. Mm-hmm. Uh so obviously this is some kind of different um now it's kind of concrete that it's some kind of different universe. Oh yeah. Or Alternate version reality. Of, yeah, different version of reality than mm-hmm. we've known before. Because Alan is calling him. Yeah. And so, saying something happened with his dad. Yeah, exactly. And he says his mom's fine. So that's also different. Also, did you realize that he has two-toned eyes? I did not. The uh, kid Henry? Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't know how else to write him in here. And that's how the, the subtitles had dubbed him on the show. It was oh, really? kid slash Henry. Yeah. Um, it gets very confusing. So It does. But- I'm going to try to keep it clarified as well as I can. He has you know two I mean? different colored eyes. The entire episode. Yeah, that's odd. Maybe is that know. different from before? I, I don't wonder. know. I don't think he had two toned colored eyes. I don't think so either. It's something we probably would have noticed before. I noticed it this time. I wonder so, if it's real. Okay. Um He says it's about your dad and so as soon as this conversation happens, I write down Ruth is the kid's mom. So this version of the kid thinks he's Henry. Like, no he is, doubt. He is Henry. Well, he's Henry. But he's I, not Henry. See, okay. As soon, I, ref- I mean... As soon as this episode started... How am I supposed to accept that he's Henry? I have accepted it completely. <laughs> okay. I am fully on board. Well, with, yeah, you gotta be at a certain point because... Yeah, I was fully on board as soon as, as, soon as this episode started mm-hmm. and I saw him running and he was all snazzy. Yeah. I was like... Fuck yeah, now we can see this version of Henry. It's very, very odd, but I'm with you. Like, 
eventually you just kind of roll with it. I was super stoked. Yeah, like I. I when really, when I, we start getting all these reveals and things are like just flying at you, it's like it's a Twilight Zone episode, and I'm like I'm in love with Twilight Zone and anything like that. So I, upstairs while we were watching this episode, I I could not sit in one spot. Like mm. I kept moving all around and like writing notes, yeah, and, like, being up, you know, like just adjust because I could not sit still. I was so excited yeah. for what was happening. It's very good, at least in my opinion. Uh, in our opinion, so um. Kid Henry taxis home to Castle Rock immediately. A really nice Castle Rock, too. Yeah, and he doesn't have to take the bus like regular Henry does. No, and like there's people in the town and everybody's mm. happy. Yeah, it's, a, it's the fall festival. Yeah. And which is not happening. Businesses are in, open. In the Castle Rock we know, there yeah. is no fall festivals happening. No. Everybody's pretty miserable. Yeah. Uh, he goes to the same house that our regular Henry goes to. What was Ruth's house? Right. And uh, the house is significantly more cluttered. Uh, he has visions of the pastor, mm-hmm. his dad. And uh, you hear a voice say, death is swallowed up in victory. So it's it's the pastor's voice. Yeah. Which I didn't know what that meant. But... Moving on. Uh, and this is his house. He right. did not die when off the cliff. He has lived in this timeline. Right. And his house is a mess. Yeah, it's just, it's everything is different about this kind of reality than we've seen before. So, uh, the kid has memory of flashlight flashing from Molly's window as well. It's part of his visions. Mm-hmm. Um then he sees, he goes next door to the house that our regular Henry was kind of weirded out by all Molly's the time. Molly's house. Molly's house, right. He sees her sister, who Molly had a meet up with in the bar early on in the season. And remember, she was the one that was doing well for herself. Right. Molly was the right. one struggling. And now in this timeline, the Bridget's oldest, moving in. Yeah, she's the one struggling. Yeah. And the, but they're both very cheery, which is not how they were no. in our world. So it's so I'm trying to like pinpoint a way to describe back and forth. <laughs> like it's so hard to really say what you mean or yeah. whatever. I don't know. Hopefully, people will be able to understand what we're talking about. But they did just watch the episode. So <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, I wrote it here again. There's no way this isn't a separate universe because everybody's different. Yeah. Uh, and I wrote down uh, other nows and other wins is what Willie said. And, and that's very kind of exactly what we're seeing, you know, when they're when they're trying to explain the the schisma or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of where that whole thing came from. But anyway, uh, Molly, let's see, like I said, is not the same. Uh, we get the information that Ruth and Alan live in sarasota now mm-hmm. and molly is going for mayor right um you know our kid henry's trying to find out kind of like why his dad committed suicide so but in this timeline ruth actually runs away with henry and moves and right. alan comes with them right so, like she actually did it in this timeline yeah she escaped um let's see uh yeah so the information on his dad is that 
his dad left the church, kind of went into hiding, like hermit kind of stuff, and that's why the house looks like that, I assume. Uh, and then, you know... And he blew his head off. Yeah, exactly. And then they kind of reminisced about their past and how Molly knew things, even in this mm-hmm. version. Um, find out that Kid Henry's um, wife or girlfriend or whatever she is is named Marin. Mm-hmm. Wasn't sure if that related to anybody else. It it told us what the M stood for, right. I think. So, uh, and then so yeah, she there's a kind of a phone conversation where she's checking in. They have some like pregnancy talk. Obviously, she's trying to get pregnant. Well, if she's not had her period by the next day, then right? She needs to take a test. Kind of all of their conversations that we see in this episode yeah, focus around they're that. Sweet, you know, they're mm. trying to start a family. And while this is going on, like the power went out in the house, so he's yeah. like going downstairs to right. try to trip the right. And actually, this whole pregnancy thing makes what happens at the end of this episode more kind of jarring because he's taken out of this mm-hmm. like kind of wholesome sort of reality that he has for himself or this life that he is trying to build for himself mm-hmm. and it becomes complete hell mm-hmm. you know uh let's see so yeah like you said he's in the basement now while he's on the phone and then he sees a fucking he, cage in the corner he gets the power on and it's just like bam boom, boom reveal cage boy in cage yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like who the hell is this and it's- you see the dark skin you don't, you see a close-up of an eye and uh, it's dark skin, but you could kind of make out that it's a younger person, too. It's so, young Henry. Yeah, so it's young Henry. Oh, my God. So there's our kind of reveal of where those visions were coming from, and that connects us directly to our version of Henry getting those visions. He's seeing the visions from the other side mm-hmm. of whatever this universe is. Wherever he, yeah. So messed up. But I love it. It's mm-hmm. an awesome way to reveal that, too. Um, well, because their lives are very circular of each other. Right. So, yeah, and I, that was kind of my guess, though, is that it was going to be young Henry, and he hasn't aged just like the kid hasn't aged. Mm-hmm. So, they're like reflections of each other. Yeah. You know? Very weird. Super Twilight Zony. Awesome. Awesome yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay, so... Then we go to the next scene. The police are there. We see Officer Z again, Yay! which I was happy about. And he's he's not as sullen or right. depressed because yeah. he's an actual officer. He's not in the jail mm-hmm. working as a security guard. Yeah, and uh, you know we get the confirmation that it is young Henry. That's and he's been taken out of the cage. At yeah, because he says he's Henry De- Deaver. And this is where I wrote down that they're in some weird fucking loop. Yeah, but but this so there's differences in what and similarities in, in the way that the kid in the cage is discovered. In this one, he's discovered. The police are called immediately. immediately. He's taken out. He's cared for somewhat. You know what I mean. Whereas in ours, in this awful hellish reality that we live in, in the normal yeah. version. They're like, we should keep him down there. Well, is that the normal version? Like, I don't know. That's just yeah. the version we've been seeing. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, they're like, should we keep him in there? Let's not tell anybody about him. Yeah. 
not care for him at all. There's like two people that even give a shit he's in there. I know. Pretty much the whole episode, I just kept feeling worse and worse for the kid. Yeah, but at least like in this one, they're, you know, in our semi-wholesome version of Castle Rock that there there's people that actually give a shit and they call the cops and you know well yeah but i i just felt really bad for like the kid like the kid that we've seen yeah the totally. kid, yeah skarsgård i just felt really bad for him this entire episode because i'm yeah, like you this realize... is not how he was treated no at all. they think he's fucking satan yeah like he <laughs> he really had the short end of the stick on this one yeah but then also he you know and like the life he oh, life he has and when he gets near people, he murder happens. Yeah. I so just, that hasn't I just really been explained yet. And also, we see later some of the similar things happen with Young Henry, too. Yeah. Young Henry version, too, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know how you even explain who these people are at this point. Uh, well, you got Kid Henry, and then you have Young Henry. Yeah, but then when you say Kid Henry... People think you mean well, young you, Henry. Then you, then you could say <laughs> the kid Henry. Yeah. We could make it racist and be like black kid Henry. <laughs> I'll just call him Skarsgård. That, I mean, that works too. Um, we're spending too much time trying to figure that out, I think. Anyway. We need a key for the top of this episode yeah, exactly. so you know what we say when we say it. <laughs> I knew it was going to be a problem. Uh, so the scenes play out very similarly. The kid is only saying Henry's name. Um, the dad... Heard the voice of God in the woods, and uh, well, yeah, because Officer Z asks uh, Skarsgård if his dad ever touched you. And right, he's like no, and he was like he was fucked up. He heard the voice of God. And he dragged me out to the woods. Right, and our kid he never did anything like this. Our uh, our the uh, the kid Henry left the town uh, when he was as young as young Henry was. Mm-hmm. So that so he's kinda, never seen him again. So that kind of matches up as well. You yeah. Know? But uh, young Henry, from the cage, hears a noise, and the we get sort of the ramp up of the the God voice or whatever it is, right. the schism. Uh, <laughs> I said that wrong, but uh, anyway, yeah, he run he attempts to run into the woods after it. Yeah, with all of these police around, right? And that doesn't work. They're like, "Why is he running towards the woods? What the hell is happening?" Um, Tackled his ass. Yeah, they and then they take him away. Mm-hmm. To the hospital. And so we go the next day. The kid hears. Well, and and Bridget says to Molly, because everybody, because, you know, it's a small town, so everybody's right. standing around watching. She says, where was he trying to go? Mm-hmm. So that makes you think, like, well, what's in the fucking woods that he's trying to get to? Yeah, well, and, and then has th- and has he really, has he wanted to get back to that? Yeah, you've been. The entire time he's been in this cage? Sure. And you've been. <laughs> You know, we think about all the stuff that's happened in the woods before this too, and something is connecting the two together. Don't go in the woods. And it's, the, it's the woods, right? Don't it's the woods. Anywhere. It's the lake. It's the bluff area. It's the whole town. And I, I, you know, it goes back to our predictions very early on, which we mentioned off podcast a little bit, but and we'll get to them again later. But you know that there is some kind of connecting doorway or interdimensional doorway or something in these woods that is where we're hearing this noise and stuff Mm -hmm. and we'll get to that later but just want to mention that we were right (laughs) pat ourselves on the back a bit um so okay so yeah the kid henry from this episode not young henry kid henry 
here's a tape recording of the pastor. Yeah, it says week 1,437. Yeah. So he's been tape recording his essentially his entire life. Yeah. Um, and he's speaking about the town accidents like the opening of this episode. Mm-hmm. The bus crash. The helicopter accident. Various other things. Um, he talks about that the girl 200 years ago. Right. Right. That ate her family. And he says, is that when all of this terribleness began? Yeah, he's trying to pinpoint, you know... What the town The did. beginning of yeah. all the evil that is permeated from this town. So we see Kid Henry go out to the garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes a voice recorder that... Well, he goes, starts going through all the tapes. Jeez. Feeling kind of gassy for a second. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> we see the tape recorder and all those like numerous tapes out in the garage. He grabs the tape recorder. He takes it out in the woods with them. Yeah. Don't go in the woods. Yeah. Stop, stop well, it. everybody's attracted to it. Stop so. it, people. He finds a box very similar to the RV Sparky, Spiky, Sparky, Spiky. Yeah. And they said, <laughs> that, was, they said that was the only one. So that was the right. only one in their reality because yeah. Matthew Deaver had died and they had to build it. But yeah, in this but, reality, he did build it. Right. And, you know. We get more feeling of worlds sort of and reality sort of overlapping here. And the whole time we're hearing, again, the voiceover of Matthew Deaver. Because mm-hmm. um, he's talking about, um, uh, let's see, the bad patch and the woods praying and how to end all this. And right. How he hears the knock on the back door and he grabs his bat and opens up the back door and it's young Henry. Right. From the other universe. Yeah. So very, very eerie stuff going on. I actually did forget to mention stuff from another book that I started reading up again after I finished with uh um Damn it, why am I brain farting right now? Needful things. I started reading Wasteland again. I picked it back up and Okay, so there's a moment where two main characters, Jake and Roland, talk about sharing Kef, which is basically living out each other's dreams. Mm-hmm. So they're like two halves of the same person. So that very much relates to what we're dealing with right now is like yeah. these two realities. Um, two halves of Henry Deaver. Yeah, the same whole. Uh and then I thought about like the chessboard, the black and white of the chessboard. Actually, Jared mentioned this at band practice this week too. How the chessboard? He was thinking about how, you know, the two, the the black and the white, mm-hmm. and the two realities of inner inner crossing or whatever. And then in a something I read last night in the wasteland, there's very similar stuff. Like there's a World War Two plane that is just outside of the city that our main characters come upon. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same kind of stuff that's happening here where this box has appeared in this universe with no explanation. It's just sort of there. Right. Like all, like little stuff is just overlapping all the time. And this whole episode is like that, you know. Uh, so, yeah, so... Where do we leave off at? Where were you? What so, did you mention? Sorry. Uh, well, he um, 
he sees he sees young Henry at right. the door, um, and he said he was going to call the police, but at that point, the young Henry says, "I heard it, Dad." Mm-hmm. And yeah, and he calls. He says he calls him Dad. Yeah. And- so that jarred him, you know. And then uh, let's see. So. Yeah, okay, I'm j- my notes are kind of jumbled here for a second. Okay, so yeah, he tells he said- him he heard the voice finally and that there was no more of mom's lies. So the kid is telling the dad, like, mom is telling me to lie to you, but I heard it. Yeah, you know? he, well, and he's saying he woke up in the forest and the town right. is different and no one knows me. Says he's Henry's adopted son. Right. That he prays in Castle Woods and he listens for it and he wouldn't trick him. Like, yeah. So everything he's telling him are things that make sense. Right. To make him think that, all right, yeah, I should just keep this kid. Yeah, there's, (laughs) you know, nobody else knew that Ruth was trying to trick him. So it proved to him that this was that he, this person legitimately was his son. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then he says the new, okay, so then our new Pastor Deaver was gone. And Henry, the kid, was gone. And he woke up in the woods, like you said. Castle Rock is different. No one recognizes him at all. So he's in this new reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is where the kid went when he went missing for right. his 10 days. Yeah, exactly. So we finally got that answer. And why he didn't need to have a coat because he wasn't cold. Because it's not winter there. Exactly, yeah. Uh, let's see. So we see the kid as Henry breaking caution tape in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're still hearing the voiceover of Matthew Deaver. He's right. Talking right. about our redemption. New, right. Our yeah. new pastor Deaver is talking about, you know, restoration, his new son being returned to him. He said he wished and he desired and, uh. Yeah, he didn't pray. He wished. Yeah. So that he considers is like blasphemy. Um, you know, not what he should have been doing. No. And it attracted only evil to him mm-hmm. by wishing instead of. Yeah. So then eventually he says, "This is no son of his, and it's right. the deceiver." So he drugs young Henry, this new young Henry that has appeared in his life, mm-hmm. and then we see. In the current timeline of this episode, the kid gets inside the cage. Yeah. And uh, this is sort of the origins of the Pastor Deaver thinking that the kid is the devil. Thinking that the kid that we've seen all along is the devil, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's just a crazy confluence of information that we've been wondering about the entire time, right? We're finally getting answers to questions that we've had since almost the first episode. Yeah. And, you know, we're, it, it has, it's sort of like the leash is like leading us there, but not 100% there. You know what I mean? Like there is some stuff still to be discovered in the next episode. But it's awesome that we're at least getting as far as we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Learning more about the pastor. Learning more about the kid's disappearance. You know, this is a lot kind of dropped on us. Yeah. You know, in this episode. Which I assumed was going to happen because we only had two left. So. Yeah. So what they need to do to to work all this shit out is to 
kill Pastor Deaver somehow mm. off the cliff so that he doesn't go crazy like he did. Yeah. And then also leave the town as a family. Yeah. Well, I think what we're going to see <laughs> is... For their timeline to get better. Yeah. Well, what I... Th- you go back in time and do all that. For me to feel satisfied with the end of the series, and I know we're skipping ahead a little bit, but we need to see the resolution of Henry's young Henry's story mm-hmm. of what happened on the day they were at the bluff. Yeah. You know. Like what, why he fell. Why he fell. How exactly he disappeared into mm-hmm. the other world or whatever. I want to see all that stuff happen. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back into this. So we have Molly and the kid again, and they're discussing events and how young Henry knew things that happened to the kid Henry, right? Yeah, well, she's saying, because he's asking if she had heard anything like about what his dad was doing, mm-hmm. and she said she tuned him out because he was crazy. Right. Um, but, but, uh, but the young Henry knew about stuff that happened to... You know, the version of Henry that we see in this episode. The kid Henry. Yeah. So he's kind of trying to dig more and find out how the hell he knew things that he knew. Uh, then there's the recording that says... Uh, taught him to carve soap into figurines. So the Reverend... We get where the origin of that whole behavior came mm-hmm. from. The Reverend taught him how to do that. While he was in the cage. Yeah. So it also makes you wonder how, like, because time's not passing the same Mm. and when they're in, like, the other reality. Mm -hmm. Because how long was young Henry stuck in that cage with Pastor Deaver? I mean, years, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's the 27 years. Yeah. And really, it was only 10 days. So you can only hope... (laughs) That with the kid Henry, Skarsgård's character, if he does ever get back to his actual reality, then hopefully it's only been 10 days and his, yeah, we'll his wife, see. girlfriend, you know, is is only just slightly worried about him. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think that it's going to work out that way, unfortunately, but maybe. That's my hope. Maybe we'll just get a nice clean swap. Yeah. Yeah, at the end. Of, yeah. I want everybody to be happy. Well, this it is, is Stephen, Stephen King, King right? Story, Everybody's so happy? Maybe. <laughs> no. We'll see. That never happens. I think a couple of people will be That's the most we can hope for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay, so then he says blood will run in the streets until he is back in the cage. So that's still Deaver on the recording. Yeah. Um we see the police fly by Molly and the kid. Uh and then we hear that there's several dead at the hospital. Yeah, well, they go to try to find the kid because right. they want to ask him questions. Right. Young and Henry. as they get there, they realize, holy shit. Something bad happened. Shit's going crazy. Yeah. They're accusing uh, young Henry from the cage of doing these things. Mm-hmm. So not so wholesome after all of a place. Uh, no. But and, and they say seven are dead and ten are missing. Right. So strangely similar stuff to what happened with... Juniper Hills. Yeah, with, with Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Take him to a place and the whole place burns down. Yeah, hospital fire again. Yeah. So, great stuff. Quiet, you. <laughs> that counts as Does an interruption, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Venom's being nice and quiet right now. Uh, okay, so 
we go to the police station after this. Yeah, we see Officer Z again. Yep, they're they go into the interrogation room with uh, young Henry. It's uh, Molly and Kid Henry mm-hmm. with him. They give him some sweet sunglasses to put on, so there's another overlap. Yeah. Uh, the only this, thing he says is his name is Henry Matthew yeah. Deemer. Like, he doesn't give his age. Right, and we we get the information that there's danger and closeness yet again. And so, yes, it was young Henry. Well, he says, did you start the fire? And he says, yes. And when they said why, he says you couldn't stop him. The boy in his bed next to mine got too close. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, we hear an increase in the noises again, and he just says he he urgently needs to get back to the woods, mm-hmm. is what we get from him. And that's really all that we get from him. Uh, that poor kid. I know. At least with the kid, Henry, he he's an adult. Right. With this other guy, he's just a little kid that's been kidnapped. They're both having a pretty rough go of it, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who has it worse. Molly and young Henry touch. She sees our event timeline mm-hmm. from previous, all the previous all, episodes. Yeah, all the visions. <laughs> all the visions. Um, which is, so we're connecting Molly to her other version now. Molly gets young Henry from these cops. She's yeah, able she, to kind of convince them. She says she's going to take him home for the night because mm-hmm. he needs to be in an actual bed. They're like, fine, for one night you can have him and then we'll come get him tomorrow, which is a bit of a stretch, but, uh, you know. It's a small town. She's I'll almost mayor. Sure. So Officer Z follows him in his own car. Right. And uh, this is where I thought Officer Z was going to kill himself in front of a train <laughs> because everything bad happens on this show and Z died. No. I immediately when we saw Officer Z, we were like, "All right, who's gonna be shooting up this time?" Yeah, like, right, exactly. Who are you shooting now for no reason? Who's gonna sneak out of the woods and kill Officer Z while? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Z's following them. Um, they get to a train crossing, and they zip in front of the train before Officer Z can get his car into gear. Yeah, Molly kind of like has a freak out moment. She's mm-hmm. just like, "We gotta help him." Yeah. Um. So. Young Henry and the kid and Molly all run into the woods after they get a little bit up the road. As one does. Right. Uh, They're near the lake. They're near the bluff area. Young Henry starts to get a sort of like vision-y sort of thing where like it's a real glossy look to Mm -hmm. the world and it starts to become yeah very bright like it's light out Mm -hmm. Um, and we eventually see what that's from but um, young Henry sees a lady with a knife in the woods. Yeah. Well, is that the, so Nick seems to think that's the girl that ate her family. I think so too. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. Yeah. I actually didn't pick up that specific story. You know, I was furiously writing down notes. So like some of the stuff gets past me, but you mentioned it earlier. And I was writing down notes. And so he saw her before I did. And he was like, that's the girl that ate her family. And I looked up and I'm like. Do you guys have to stop and start as often as I do? Oh, yeah. We're constantly pausing. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. That does... Okay. So I will say this, and we'll get back to recap in a second, but that does sort of take me out of watching the show a little bit. Yeah. Like, I love this show, and I've I've enjoyed it, but some of the... 
sometimes I don't have time to watch the full episode again without interruptions and without taking notes. Like when we have to do it on Thursday mm-hmm. and I only have time to watch it on Wednesday, which yeah, is the same too. with you. Mm-hmm. I don't get to watch it before we do this. So sometimes I don't have time during the week to rewatch it. And we've gone over everything that's happened. So it does sort of change my experience of the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not enough to me make me not want to do this podcast because I have enjoyed it and people are responding to no, us doing it. No, I think it. what will be enjoyable for us is when it's over, we can just start it back up again. And yeah, not exactly. Have to take like notes binge and, it and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, Lindsay is currently two behind, two episodes behind, so I will be able to rewatch those two at least. Oh, there you go. Because I'm gonna have to if she's gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it works in our house. It's like if we're gonna watch a show, if she's ever gonna see a show. I'll have to watch it and then rewatch it with her. <laughs> just because, like, we're on two different schedules. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just how it happens. Okay, so one more page of notes left. <laughs> uh, Molly sees the lady with the knife, too, yeah, which well, is interesting. So, so it's like an invisible wall. Yeah, they so get pulled in. They get to, like, the, the young Henry stops and he sees the the chick with the knife. Yep. And Molly walks up to him and it's like, yeah, as soon as she like touches him, like she sees mm-hmm. and you see that it's just like a wall. And then poor Skarsgård, Henry, he's just off in the woods still not seeing anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Officer Z. This is about where, you know, everything is getting super frantic and rammed up, ramped yeah. up. Uh, Molly or I'm sorry, uh, Z catches up to them eventually. And yeah. he just sees them running. Yeah, well, so the girl with the knife starts running away, mm-hmm. and they start chasing her, but right. nobody else sees this girl, so yeah. they just see them chasing nothing, or yeah. running away. Yeah, they're far enough distance away, and you know, I think a lot of this has to do with their shine, too. Like, they're <laughs> the strongest in the shine, so they're more susceptible to whatever this force is pulling them in. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So... As it's ramping up here, we see the crows flying through the air, the birds mm-hmm. again. Um, woman's running, like you said. And here's where we get the reveal in the sky of this gigantic light. That's not. It's not it's the not sun. The sun no. It's just a big sort of like orange. open aura. Um, you know, or like you said, orange, bright mm-hmm. sort of thing up in the air. It's almost like um, if you took off my glasses mm-hmm. and put them on somebody who didn't need glasses. And, and you looked at and the said, sun. look at the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what you would see. Very sort of unfocused, <laughs> but there's like light sort of like permeating from it. It's very trippy. All looking. around it. Yeah. yeah. And that seems to be the center of the force or whatever this is mm-hmm. going on in the woods, which you've never seen before. No. Um, so yeah, so it's a doorway, sort of. It's a thinny, like I mentioned, from the Dark Tower universe. Mm-hmm. It's something like that. And, it, I know, you know, this noise that everybody hears is close to whatever this place is yeah. in the woods. So Z apparently shoots a warning shot. Well, he thought it was a warning shot. Well, he says he shoots up in the air. But he in in whatever side that they're in, it goes directly at Molly. Oh, yeah. So, so we finally have what the kid had said to Molly in last episode was, 
you died in the woods or right. whatever you ever said. Like, we finally, like, as soon as I saw him running in the woods, I was like, ah, oh, damn it, Officer Z, you're going to yep. fucking shoot her. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, Like, Molly, he just can't win. Molly goes down pretty much right away. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Molly on, you know, for her dying word says, help him. Yeah, she just repeats, help him, help and him, And she him. means young Henry Deaver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's death all around, and it's pretty brutal. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's just him. Uh, him meaning the kid. The kid, Henry. The, yeah, our, our, the Henry that we've seen this entire episode, it's who just is him the kid. In the woods, and, and it's snowy. It's snowy. And, which it wasn't before. Right, exactly. And it's it's light out, Yeah. Um, which is different. You know, they went in... To the situation in the darkness, yeah. and they come out, and it's snowy in the light. So, um, we kind of start getting the feeling that we are back in our original universe. In 1991. Right. And we're in the bluff sort of area of the woods. Uh, so, he's sort of been... We get the feeling he's been transported, right? Mm-hmm. And we see the frozen lake. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sees young Henry running out over the lake, right? To Alan. Mm-hmm. It's Alan? To Alan, oh, yeah. Oh, to Alan. Yeah, that's right. So. Because that's where, because that's the the point where Alan is out there looking for him. Yep. And he's not there. Yep. And then all of a sudden he is there. Right. So. Because the trees groaned and did all their weird shit and spit out them. Yeah. So we're officially back in our timeline <sighs> in 91. Yeah. At the very beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid... Um, well, And then we flash back to... To the room. To the room at with the, the kid. At the end of last episode. With the kid and Molly. So our normal timeline. Mm-hmm. And the kid says that he wandered around in those woods for a while. That He's talking about 91. And he couldn't get back. Couldn't get back. Uh, that's when Lacey found him and took him to Shawshank. And there there begins our... Because Lacey heard the call from God. Right. And thought he was the devil. And then he's like, do you believe me now? <laughs> so, holy effing shit. That ties together a big, big question mark that we've been wondering everything. about. Yeah, exactly. Um, it at least shows the connection. Yeah. Which... Like, that was the big thing that people were, and and we were also wondering about the entire yeah, time. Yeah, like, how like, are they connected? How the hell is all of this going to connect, you know? And I'll be damned if they didn't do it. They fucking <laughs> did it so well. But they did it using parallel universes, like we guessed, long time ago. And, you know, when we talked about it, we brought up from a Buick 8. Yeah. Because you were talking about, oh, well, he doesn't do too much of that. And I was like, well, there's a fucking car that's a portal. Like, that yeah. that thing sucks people in. But, so. it, but I knew he did it in Dark Tower stuff. Yeah. So it certainly was on the table. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And like you said, from Buick 8, evil stuff comes out of the ethereal of the universe. Yeah. I I love that they did it this way. Mm-hmm. It's total It's total Stephen King. Like, yeah, even, it even definitely if it is. wasn't him writing this. Yeah. It's so his world. It's a, it is it is an easy fix to a plot problem, though. 
Yeah, but I don't feel like they went into it with going, we have a problem. I'm no, sure they no, no, went no. into it going, we're going to fuck everybody's mind. They thought, they <laughs> definitely thought this through from the beginning and were like, this is a way that we can tie this together. And... Complete opposite of Westworld. Yeah. Westworld, those people have no idea what they're doing. I think, I think like, you, they, uh, writers can get in trouble trying to reverse engineer sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if you start that way at the beginning of the process, then it, then, it works a little better, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, so thoughts and theories at the end of this episode. Um, here's what I wrote. And I haven't looked at this since I wrote it, so okay. here we go. Either this is the jumping off point for the final resolution of the series, or our uh, our Henry, our version of Henry, is going to poke holes in the kid's story. So... I feel like I'm learning, or I'm leaning more towards the kid's version of his story to Molly is definitely what happened. Mm -hmm. But they could flip it again on us, like I said. And Henry could be like, well, Well, what about this and what about this? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that necessarily this is, because we still have a full episode to go. So they could throw some other shit at us here. You know what I mean? So my thing with with uh, original OG Henry yeah. not believing any of this, um, I totally feel like he won't because it took him how many episodes to finally get it through his skit, thick skull that yeah. Molly has some clairvoyance to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's definitely not gonna. Well, but in, in episode <laughs> he's eight, be like, okay, whatever. Was it last episode that he I mean, was I know talking he's to Molly? Like he finally gets it, but I don't really know but if he still, finally gets it. Yeah. I don't know. I all I'm saying is I got some doubt because there's a full episode left and they did drop a lot of stuff on us here that feels like it's a nice tight bow, but yeah. I feel like there's still some slack there in the in the rope and well they and could pull us in one or two different directions here. Did you watch the about the episode? No, I didn't get to. So, I forgot because, to. So they talk about how this whole episode is uh, the kid telling his story to Molly. Right, right. So you have to kind of take that with a grain of salt. That's what like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like this is him telling his story. Sure. You can't take it all as 100% I'm concrete stuff. I'm taking it all stuff. as 100% concrete stuff. I believe him. <laughs> okay. Well, listen. I'm team kid. I don't blame you because it's a, it's a hell of a story. Yeah. But there's the but. You know what I mean? And it's his butt. <laughs> it is his butt. Okay, so I was, for episode title, I was either going to go, what did I write? I got to make sure I get it right. Oh, yeah, it's it's the Ace Ventura, Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> or our newfound title, which is um, Skarsgård's Butt. Mmm, <laughs> Skarsgård's Butt. You know, if we made that the title... And then you hashtag that, I'm sure we'd get lots of searches. Yeah, but I don't know how to spell Skarsgård. <laughs> I can show you. Okay. So you want to do that? As Are you leaning towards Skarsgård's butt? Skarsgård's butt, but yeah. Although I do love Finkel as Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Yeah. <laughs> Einhorn's a man! The only... I would say we would do it 100%, but we didn't see a dog this episode. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, when's a dog going to show back up? Where is that doggo from the first episode? I mean, if he's not in the final episode, then I was wrong. 
<laughs> that's and that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I was uh, wrong. Okay, so we were right about last episode's prediction that Molly was not in the Fight Club. No, she's not technically dead. She's only dead in the one half of the reality. She's not dead in the one we've been seeing the entire time. So that exonates the whole Fight Club, where like everybody's seeing a dead person. But do you do? Does she want to be like she? She's alive with a sucky version of herself. I don't know. I I I have a spot in my heart for the the flawed Molly. I like her character. I know, but the poor thing's got to buy drugs from teenagers. Maybe she won't have to after this whole thing's wrapped up. That's true. <laughs> We'll that see. Is true. Let's hope for that happy and maybe, ending. <laughs> and maybe, maybe the kid slash Henry can like be like, "Hey, you know, in that other timeline I'm from, you're like almost the mayor. You should try for that." You want to go back to that timeline with me? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to tell anybody you died. <laughs> it was on the woods. We'll just throw your dead body through to the other side. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Clean swap. Uh, we were right about the early theory about parallel universes. I already mm-hmm. mentioned that. Pat mm-hmm. on the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were right about the kid being Henry, or you were. Yeah. For now. For now. Although, <laughs> that whole Ruth episode, though, mm. is still tripping me up because of the way the kid acted in that episode. Yeah, he came off as rather evil. And like he was Matthew. So I'm still wondering about that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff, and I you know I can't really pull examples out of my head right now just because we're so deep in this episode. But there is stuff that doesn't quite match up with the kid's story. No, chief among them being the RV. (laughs) (laughs) The RV, and are we gonna see the the Macaulay brother? Yeah, they they threw them in for an episode. Yeah. Ish, ish, a little bit. Well, more I mean, than that. He's, the one is dead. Yeah, and so but the, are we going to see him return in the final episode? Yeah, I mean, I would think, I would hope so. Otherwise, I'm just going to be wondering what the hell happened to him. I mean, unless you show me he's dead, I'm going to think he's alive. I think it's asking a lot to get everything that we've seen at this point tied up in the last episode. It is not. If you're going to throw it at me, you need to tie it up. I mean, I would say you're right, but in a horror story, that doesn't happen. I'm sorry to tell you, but I don't feel like we're getting every every answer we want out of this. Well, then, Mark Bernard is going to get some more t- Twitter tweets. <laughs> You're missing his last syllable of his last name, though. <laughs> so it's it's Bernard. Mark Bernardin. Bernardin. Yeah. Mark Bernardin. Mark Bernard is a two-first name, though, Mark and I like Bernardin, that. <laughs> Mark with a C, is going to get some very angry tweets if he doesn't I, wrap this up He nicely. only wrote one episode. I don't care. He helped with the other ones. He contributed, but he... <laughs> I don't care. He's on the hook. <laughs> He's our only connection. Yeah. <laughs> that has answered us so far anyway. We could we could ask Stephen King. I he was wasn't just gonna involved. Say, we could tweet Stephen King. He won't I know, but that's not gonna work. Unless it's about Trump. Mm-hmm. You don't care. <laughs> well, let's not get into that. Jeez, that's a <laughs> Um Yeah, but like I said, I you know, I think with dramas, really well written dramas. Like Better Call Saul, which you can hear Mike and Jimmy talk about Better Call Saul. Nice plug. Watchers on the couch dot com slash subscribe. Uh, if you're talking about a show like Saul or Shaw, a, a Shaw, mm-hmm. a show like Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. you know, same people who wrote that, but prime examples. 
of dramas that tie up everything really neat and nice, you know, you're looking for awesome shows like that. Okay. Dramas like that. So, But horror stories... They, I think, kind of like leave suck. it open ended. Sometimes <laughs> they do it all. They don't all suck. <laughs> this one hasn't sucked, at least in my opinion. I okay. So I don't have any theories because I've kind of thrown out all my theories. Okay. These are my my hopes and dreams for the next episode. Okay. My hope and dream is that both Henrys go back to where they belong. Because mm-hmm. I really want Skarsgård to have his happy life. Okay. I, f- I feel bad for him. Um, because the other Henry did get to grow up and, and live his life, you know, like he was stuck in a cage apparently for 27 years and doesn't remember it, but he did get to have a life after. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So it would be nice if, you know, the Skarsgård dude did too, even though you could say he had a life before the cage as opposed to the other Henry. Anyway, off subject. I hope that they get their happy endings. That's my hope. Mm. Um, I hope that we finally figure out why Matthew jumped fell off the cliff i want to know what happened with that dog and why he's burying heads (laughs) um and i want um to not have a stephen king ending where it just ends because if that is how this show ends with no resolution at all it just fucking ends there's i can't see that happening i am going to be so outraged yeah and, I don't we'll, think... and we'll still watch the next season, but I will be yeah. outraged. <laughs> I definitely don't think like there'll be a hard cut to black, and you know, it's like you decide the ending, like a Sopranos ending or something. That, well, that's I don't how think we'll Stephen King that. does it. Stephen, okay, yeah, he's been guilty of doing it in some of his books, like Cell. You know, some. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, still, no, that one makes I'm still you angry. salty over that. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I, I mean, that's also my chief hope is that we don't just get totally shut off and no resolution. I think we'll get, I think it's a lot to ask for 100%. I think we'll get a good 85% of answers and then the tertiary characters and stuff, they'll kind of be left, you know, like a Jackie. Mm-hmm. Like a dog bearing heads, <laughs> like an RV. Uh-huh. All those. A Macaulay Culkin all those, brother. I think he'll return. I yeah. think something's going to happen with him because. They got to pay him off. I mean, why something. throw him in there just to only have him be in an episode? He'll do a sneak attack on somebody. Ooh, yeah. He'll do. Because he's probably just crazy enough. That's though. almost guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You could take that to the bank. Do you, do you think that they did the, the, the uh, poker in the ear? Before uh, What's-His-Face died? Do you think they were successful? Like, do you think when we see him, he's going to come out and he's going to The Macaulay like, brother? Yeah, like, no, I blood think, from ears? Cause he... I don't think so. I think that he was about to deafen him. Mm-hmm. This is a theory, I guess. He was about to deafen him, and then he fought back, and he stabbed him in the face. Oh, so you don't think Molly killed him? No, 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 no. I think... Because that's what I assumed, was Molly just... On her way in to save him? No, 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 no. some people up. He was off away from... He was like... You could see the RV in the background, but he was sort of away from the door. Yeah, I just figured she was a ninja. No, 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 no. What happened is... No, okay. And we'll find that this next episode. Okay. He was about to give him the the deaf man treatment. uh, Make him perfect. Mm -hmm. 
Macaulay brother fought back, and I love that we're calling him Macaulay brother and not <laughs> by his character, Willie. He stabbed him in the face. He escaped for a later day, which mm. will be 10th episode. Okay. And if that doesn't happen, then listen, listeners, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are we have arrived at our Church Creed segment. Sorry to say, no real... <gasps> Notable contributors. What about that? Um, the person that found us. Well, from there's the last two, episode. There was two random people that mm-hmm. have talked to us over the internet. One is Jacole mm-hmm. <laughs> or Nicole, and I remember I thought her name yeah. was just something. Uh, and the, <laughs> was so Jacole and Tanawanda. She, I mean, she hasn't. There was no contributing for episode eight, so I can't mm-hmm. give it to her. And then the person whose name was not a name that I've ever seen before, and right. actually the first name had a dash between it, which was strange. Um, not to be judgmental or anything. I know you're still listening out there. <laughs> and we also didn't know what uh, gender the person was, and we don't care. No, they. They, Zims, are. <laughs> so, I yeah, we didn't have any really, you know, contributions for people that hadn't already won awards so that just means everybody else has a better chance of winning in the drawing next week Hmm. so on the table already is the dvds of 1408 special edition for blockbuster uh the tom cruise movie (laughs) not tom cruise tom hanks (laughs) the hell am i talking about the green mile green mile there it is <laughs> uh the church creed memorial award for audience participation which is a lovely cat not my cat not your cat but it's a cat you statue know. and also whoever won in our cat noise award is apparently getting shipped off <laughs> <laughs> to the winner you get a venom <clears throat> maybe we'll see depends on next episode mm-hmm if Kinsley or somebody comes in like on fire, it's very close right now. It's yeah. very, very close. Uh, let's see here. What was the other thing? There was another prize. Mm. Oh, whatever we, whatever they want. Oh, that's right. The best prize. Within reason. Within reason. Whoever wins gets to pick something that we can buy for you. So. Listen next week. If you've listened to all of these so far and you don't listen to the drawing next week, like, what the hell? Yeah. So we're going to draw your name. Possibly. If you win, we'll send you some stuff. Or I'll see you we in won't. person. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or we won't. No, I will for sure. Not if you're not It'll winner. either be delivered in person or I'll get your address and I'll send it to you via snail mail. How about that? Mm-hmm. And that brings us to our final segment, which is the Debbie explains to Chris what the uh, teaser for next episode is. Debbie, explain to me what the teaser for next episode is to whatever length that you see necessary. All right. So final episode. Here we go. We hear Molly say that Lacey, Officer Z, and Juniper Hill, Alan, like all those bad things happened. Um, she again says something is wrong with the kid. 
we hear a quote from the kid and he says, as long as I'm here, people will die. I can't help it. Um, so he thinks. If he stays in that timeline or in that universe. The wrong are, one. The wrong one. Bad things are just going to keep happening. So he thinks it's because he's in the wrong place. Yeah. Okay. So I That's guess very interesting. I didn't really think about that. I just thought it was because. No, I didn't. I guess think I didn't it... really even think about why they. We didn't really discuss that. Why? No, and and I kind of I've kind of felt that, mm-hmm. and I know that sounds like oh, I'm sure you did, but I kind of felt that way because you know if you're in the wrong place, everything's going to be wrong, and like shit's going to go wrong because you're there. You're messing it up. It's like the ripple effect. Yeah. What I'm trying to think of what. Oh, you know what. That is taken almost directly from eleven twenty two sixty three, which is the Stephen King JFK book. Mm-hmm. When he's in the, he goes through a portal to uh, the past, mm-hmm. um, and the longer he's there, and the the longer he's trying to change things, the more he tries to change things, the past fights against him. Yeah. So, and that's one of my favorite of the more recent Stephen King books. You definitely have to read that yeah, eventually. Read that. And uh, the miniseries was all right, but the book was way more fun for me. Um, miniseries had James Franco in it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's very much, I was trying to think, it's like, what other Stephen King thing does that? And that's the one. But, yeah, th- there it's like reality of whatever there they're in is fighting Henry against Deavers. them. Yeah, there can't be two Henry Deavers yeah. in the same universe. Yeah, and it's not even that they're changing things. It's just that they're existing yeah, in bad a place happening. in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. So that's a very interesting concept, and I love that concept from uh, from the JFK book, so I'm, so I'm glad that they're bringing that in. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, we hear... Um, uh, OG Henry say, who are you? Mm-hmm. That man just cannot get it through. Like, just take what people say to you. So, yeah, you're right. You. He's like, still not getting it. <laughs> I guess not. Or Jesus. it's out of context. I'm Come not on. sure. Um, and then we hear kind of, and in between this, we're seeing lots of flashes and things. Um, and then I believe it's another voiceover from Pastor Deaver, Matthew. And he's saying, do you hear it now? And then you see out of, like, out of that clip, a different type of clip, and the kid says, same as you. So I'm not sure what he's responding to because, you know, they show things and all the dialogue's not going together. They're just yeah. piecing it together. Right. But... It's meant to be a teaser, not an, right. not a total <laughs> explanation. Five-minute five minute clip. Spoiler, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's where we're at for the next episode. I'm super pumped for it. I can't freaking wait. I know. Like, I mean, just from yesterday to today, I was pumped to cover this one. Oh, yeah. And I can the- only imagine what kind of crazy loopy shit we're going to get next week. All day yesterday, when you texted me yesterday morning and said like, it started it. I, was, I told I was, you I was excited. I was so frustrated yeah. <laughs> that I, was just, I could not watch it because I knew it wasn't going to be until last yeah. evening. Yeah. And then I told Nick, I said, I don't want to start this episode late. Like we did last week where it's, you know, really late at night. And he's like, we're not going to do that. And then we started the episode at 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm like, this is not what I wanted to do. Make sure you do that again next week. Like, give yourself ample time to process everything. Yeah. 
or as much as you can. Obviously, you got to work and stuff. As soon so. as I get home next week, as soon yeah. as we're both home. That's what I've been that doing at too. like four o'clock. As soon as I get home for whatever I got to do, sometimes I have to run a small errand on the way home. Yeah, but you're Wednesday. at least able to watch it in the morning still. Oh yeah, totally. But you know, uh, I, yeah, you don't have to wait all day, or I don't, but you do, unfortunately. Uh, okay, so. Last thing I want to mention again, I can't. Did we mention last week how we kind of want to like cover a series or something? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Forgot to throw it on the board, so I'll do that this week and see what people say. You know, we were, and we'll talk about this off mic. Okay, but anyway, I want to throw it out there again just so people know. Um, Debbie and I have thoroughly enjoyed doing this podcast together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten a lot of response, people talking back with us online. Which I super enjoy. I like getting response. Um, numbers are good for what I'm, you know, looking for, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would like to be able to cover a miniseries in between seasons, you know, or like, a, I don't know, a movie or two, something like that. Not continuously, not like every week we're going to be doing this still. I would like to take a break from this for a little we should, while. We should go back and watch The Stand. The Stand would be a cool one to do. Like, <laughs> and, and then rip it apart. <laughs> not a full series like this. Like mm-hmm. not 10 podcasts, but maybe like two or three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or maybe like we cover over the course of two weeks and then piece it all together as one podcast, one two-hour, three-hour podcast, and people can just watch it after they watch the movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of tentative plans. I would like to hear anybody's ideas on wacky stuff they want to see us cover. I'm leaning more towards like the stand or, or it or something like that, which is like... I have original it here. Sweet. I was going to say I was going to have to buy it if you didn't. No, no. We we have the original. But, uh, yeah, I'm leaning more towards the wacky side. Mm-hmm. Just because that'll make it more interesting to cover. It's like the show. is like sometimes it's kind of out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, let's close this episode. See you next week for the season finale, everyone. Uh, so sad. So sad. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Green bye, 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 bye.